Hey y'all, welcome to a brand new podcast episode. Okay, so I'm gonna talk about a few things today. I'm probably gonna do this one, like make this one a short one. Um, but I wanted to have a conversation with you guys about something. I, one uh, is gonna be nerdy, I'll do that one next. But this one's gonna be more talking about a new film. Um, so there's a movie called Bros that is currently streaming, I think. Um, I think it's in theaters too, I'm not really sure. But a lot of people are talking about the film and apparently it's got a really good score on Rotten Tomatoes and stuff. But there's a lot of, like, on the internet, there's a lot of people who are very upset by the reviews or by people's lack of interest in this film uh, within the gay community. And there's been a lot of, from what I've seen, I'm only speaking from what I've seen, um, but there's been a lot of, like, sort of backlash um, for people who have a differing opinion. A lot of people feel like if you're not supporting this movie and you are... LGBTQA uh, plus, then you are not a supporter. Give me a second. Um, of the community. Hold on, girl. Um, here's my thoughts on that. No. So here's how this works. People are allowed to have their own thoughts, their own feelings, their own opinions on things, whether you like it or not. For me, and I'm only speaking again for myself, because that's what I like to do here. Um, I'm not gonna, so this movie, I, I'm not, I don't even care about the actors in the film. I know it's like Billy on the street guy or whatever. Like, I didn't know who he was. I think he was on American Horror Story at one point or some junk. But it's really about him dating in his like late 30s, early 40s or whatever, and finding it hard to find a partner. Can I relate to that? Yes, I can. Here's the thing um, about this for me. Because this kind of hits to a degree where I live as, uh, you know, I'm 33, you know, 33-year-old black, you know, overweight gay man, um, there is some things that I'm like, okay, that hits. Like, dating for me is difficult at this point in time in my life. But there's so many other variables to why this doesn't hit for me. Like, and why I don't really relate to his struggle because, I mean, he's a seemingly attractive guy. What people think, you know, the standards of beauty are, you know, currently. And which is like, you know, European white features. And so to me, I don't really want to see a movie about this, I'm sorry, but, you know, this middle-aged white gentleman complaining about how dating for him is so hard. He's closer to the standards of beauty than I will ever be. Um, And so... This doesn't really amuse me. It's just kind of like, okay, this is, I guess this is it for you. This is hard. And then he ends up meeting this very attractive, again, standards of beauty kind of male, um, who I believe is like in the closet or some junk. I don't know what his situation is. Um, But that's kind of, that's kind of the story. And so I'm like, I don't, I don't see myself really in this. And I kind of already know what's going to happen or what could possibly happen in this film. And I'm not intrigued. Um, and I think that's the consensus for quite a few people is that like, it's not so much, I think some people think it's an ageism thing and that why are we making movies when, you know, these guys are, they're older, they're not as attractive. There's a lot of people who think that the reason why a lot of folks aren't interested is because it's showing a middle-aged man. It's showing, um... You know, because we're so... The gay community is... is Well, not just the gay community, but people... Communities are very obsessed with youth. But I think there's this... this um, I'll say inaccurate 
idea that the reason why a lot of people aren't watching is because it's about someone who's middle-aged versus someone who's young. I don't really agree with that. Um, I'm not saying that they're wrong. I think that that's an opinion to have. And I think that there's, there's a valid point to that opinion. I also think that part of the reason why a lot of folks just aren't that interested is because it's kind of a been there, done that story, especially from a white male point of view. We've seen this. We've seen this so many times. And that's why I wasn't interested. I, I, I don't, I don't know how to say this and not sound rude or whatever, but I'm not that interested in the dating lives of white men. I'm just not. Like, I'm, I'm really just not at this point in time. I feel like there's so many other stories that we could tell that we should be telling that it's weird that we're still on this. We're still on this. Like, even, like, a lot of the, you know, coming out stories of teenagers, we're still talking about the white male experience of coming out. And it's like, there's so many other communities that are more... I don't want to say deserving, that's not what I mean, but well, I mean, deserving as in they deserve to be acknowledged, but also like the stakes are different. The stakes are so different when it comes to a, you know, Latinx, Hispanic, Asian, um, you know, Native American, black um, story. The standards of coming out and the risks that are involved, they're so different. And like, it's so crazy that we're still we're kind of still in the infancy of telling these stories, especially when it comes to like, you know, big Hollywood productions that are getting greenlit and getting put in theaters or on streaming services. We're still really behind when it comes to that. And a lot of times when they are, and that does happen, they're, those characters are like, for lack of a better word, forgive me, are very whitewashed. And it's like, I don't really want to see that. I, I, I don't want to see that. I want to see something that is more unique and more original. And I feel like that's the turning point. And I think a lot of people just haven't really come to that. Like, they, like well, a lot of studios and a lot of actors or people involved in these projects, in, in these, you know, been there, done that projects, they're not really ready to turn that page. I really do believe that there's a lot of fear when it comes to moving and adapting away from, stories away from, the white male gaze, whether whether it be gay, white, or heterosexual, I think that there's a lot of, or even the people that, you know, play the pick me part for those kind of men, I think that there's a lot of fear in turning that page and kind of going into a new sector where white men or the white male gaze isn't prominent anymore. I think a lot of people are afraid of that transition. And I think that's why we're still telling these stories that are kind of like, okay, but we've told this story. Like, I mean, I was I was a gay male growing up in the 90s, and I can promise you that 95% of the gay media that I saw, especially Western gay media, um, was focused on white males. And whether they be younger, older, middle-aged, whatever, it was normally about their struggles and what they're going through. And it was hard for me to relate to a lot of these stories because... I couldn't relate. Our our situations, you know, were different. Our while, you know, they were I'm not saying their lives were roses and you know, it was so easy for them to come out and be who they are. No, of course not. I think it's hard in every community, but believe me, the factors the factors of that are very different. They're very different. It's based off of where you live, it's based off of culture. There's a lot of different things that that face these things that make these things harder. And when you're someone who is black, who is gay and overweight. 
and is not considered anywhere near the standards of beauty, it changes your dating pool. It changes your perception of reality to theirs. You know, everyone's perception of reality is different, but your reality is different. And a lot of when those stories aren't really being told, you know, you see this, this guy who's, you know, middle-aged white guy looking for love and doesn't know why he can't find it. Um, but he's closer to the standards of beauty. It kind of makes you go, okay, cool. Hopefully you find who you're looking for. I'm not going to watch this movie. I, I don't have any want to watch this film and I, I've seen a lot of people in the comment section going oh but it does touch on race and inclusivity and it's like I'm glad that it touches on these things but here's the thing why are we making movies in this day and age that are just touching on these things and not making them part of the, the main focus of this film because what you're showing me are two white presenting males who are going on a date as bros or whatever and trying to figure out the dating pool in the LGBTQA plus community that's great I, you, I've seen that I've seen that over and over. Another reason why I didn't really watch Love, Simon. I've seen this over and over and over. I don't care enough. I wanted to watch Love, Victor, but Love, Victor, again, felt very, in my opinion, it felt very whitewashed. And I was like, I don't want to watch this. I don't. Now, I want to watch something more from a different perspective. And this just doesn't feel that way to me. I'm glad they're choosing a non-white actor to play the part of Victor. But from just watching what I've seen of it, I'm like, I don't... This doesn't strike a chord with me. This doesn't feel original. This feels like a copy and paste version of Love, Simon. And I'm not interested in that. I wanted to see something different. I'm still looking to see something different. And I think a lot of the audience now, because we are men of different colors and shapes and sizes, we want to see something different. And bros doesn't scream different to me. It doesn't. I, I feel like this movie should have been made in the early 2000s, late 90s, and it would have been like a smash at that time people would have loved it at that time but now no i don't think a lot of people are really interested in seeing that and i could be wrong i do um i did hear that this the new show queers folk queers folk has been canceled after one season um but here's the thing because i have heard arguments about that too of like well see this is why you know it's important to stick to the original here's the thing queers folk to me is a toxic show it always has been a toxic show, in my opinion. Um, it was one of those shows growing up in the 90s as a child that I did see. I wasn't supposed to watch it. No one knew I watched it. But when you're, you know, well, I was actually, it was like early 2000s for me. I wasn't watching it when I was like really, well, I was watching it, I think, at the age of 11 or 12. I had stumbled upon it. Um, going through the channels, I had found Showtime and I saw this, these two men having sex. What is this? And I watched the show and I, I would like, you know, I always had to like sneak watch it, you know? And that was back when recording television was still very new. And so I would like record it and my dad would be like, who is watching this shit in my house? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And so I would have to play dumb, but he knew. I, I think he knew. Anyway, um, and then there was a time my dad wasn't living with us. So it made it even easier to watch these things. Um, anyways, and I would save up the money that I had and I would like go buy the seasons or whatever from like a Virgin Record store when we had a Virgin Record store. Um, and they, it was in the adult section, so they should have carded me, but they never really carded me for these things. It was interesting what they'd never carded me for. Anyways, um, that show was built on toxicity anyway. If you just watch the show, you'll see that majority of the sexual encounters are 
white men with white men. And it's like some, some of them like Ted or not Brian. What is his name? Not Justin. Brian and a few of the other like more average looking guy. Ted, I think not Ted. Yeah, Ted and the other ones, whatever the fuck, Emmett and the other one um, were more average looking men hooking up with these hot men, desiring these hot men, right? Not men that were like, I guess, in their caliber or whatever, but like the hottest of hot men. Then you had Brian, who was always messing around with some hot dude. It didn't, you know what I mean? Like, it was, there was just nothing but toxicity in that show. They really didn't show the perspective of queer people of color or, and if they did, they were just sexual conquest and that's really just it. Um, and so from the beginning of that, and, and there's, again, there's an audience for that. And what do you think the audience, when they see that, what do you think they want? They want that. That's what they want. Whether they are, whether they look like Brian, who, you know, is, I guess, hot enough, quote unquote, to like get these guys, or they look like Ted, who's not hot enough to get these guys, but still manages to get these guys. That's kind of what you, or a percentage of these guys, that's kind of what people start thinking is, what they deserve, what they want, what they're looking for. And so what you watch, what you digest in your brain and you you take in, that's kind of what you want, right? And that's been a huge part of like the standard of male gay beauty since forever. And that's the audience that that attracts. So when you're even in today's society where things are starting to change, more voices are starting to be heard, there still is that toxic want for European male beauty standards to be the the thing you go to so it doesn't surprise me when a show that was so toxic as queer as folk comes back and they want to change the queer gaze a lot of that toxic fandom that was of queer as folk of old is still around and so when they see this new generation they're like i don't want this this isn't what my queer as folk was i don't support this so i'm not cool with it i don't know i want to see what i saw before these, you know, white men hooking up with other white men and on the occasion, maybe someone of darker skin tones and getting their jollies. And that's what I want. That's what I want to see. That's what's sexy to me. We're still in that. And I, I hate that. I try, oh God, I hate it, but it's, it's so true. We're in, in that. And I really want to see shows. I'm, I'm more interested in seeing shows now, to be honest with you, movies now that talk about that toxic, you know, love that we have for European beauty standards, that that toxicity. I, I really want to talk about that and show that more because, oh my God, dude, it runs rampant. Even today, like it just, it, oh my God. I, even in today's world, it, like I can't tell you how many people that I know, we're not friends because no, but people that I know that I just have conversations with that are like, oh my God, like my preference is white male. Like I, oh my God, I need that. Like I love that. Like, or if not white, then like white adjacent. Like, I'm like, what, it, why, like, what, what is happening? And I'm not shading white men. I don't, I don't give a shit. I'm just kind of like, why are we stuck on this? But it's because that's been the standards of beauty for so long. So again, going back to bros, I'm not interested in this. I don't care that this like semi-average looking white guy is having trouble dating. I like, I'm sorry. That does suck for you. It truly does. But, and I mean, think about it. He's, he's a semi-attractive guy, whatever. I don't think he's very attractive at all but that's my opinion and look what he's going for he's going for the hot 
beefed up guy who I actually don't think is very, very attractive either. But this is the standard of beauty, right? And that's what he's going for. So it's like you're an average guy and you're not really well built or whatever. You're just an average dude. But you're going for the super hot built dude or what's considered the super hot built dude. And you want to go on a date with him. And, and dating is hard. And it's just like, am I supposed to feel bad for you? Like, am I supposed to relate to I don't relate to this at all. This is nothing like my dating life. First of all, I don't look like you and I'm not built like you. I'm not tall or... or by any means so automatically there's a disconnect here um and then also what you're going for is just like not only is it like I hate to say this because I don't like this but out of your league or whatever but it's completely out of my league a guy like that would never even think and if he is thinking about that it's because he wants to get his jollies off and that's literally it he has no want or care about who I am as a person in fact he's probably looking at me thinking like why is this person why are you fat like go go to the gym just being real i'm just being real and that could be projection possibly but when you've been told that by guys who dude i've been told the most like salacious stupid shit by guys that i was like bitch i wasn't even looking in your direction where do you come off telling me where to go if you want to get with a guy like me and it's like i wasn't even looking at you i'm not even thinking about you but here dude oh my god the toxicity there's so many men that love to tell you what you should do to get with them and you're like i don't even know you where the fuck did you come from like bro like is this your really weird way of flirting with me because i wasn't even talking to you sis so like that that's it's weird it's so so weird but i just i don't relate to this and i think a lot of gay men don't relate to this and i think that's why some of these movies are not as successful as people want them to be and I, I can't tell you how many times I've been on social media lately and people are like, we should go and write great reviews for this movie. I'm like, I'm not doing that. I don't want a great, I'm, I'm not gonna write a fake review for a movie I didn't care about. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna watch a movie that I don't like. This doesn't, it's not engaging to me. And I hate hearing that it, you're homophobic or I'm, I'm, I'm a self-hating homophobic person because I don't wanna watch this. I don't wanna support my fellow gays. No, I wanna support my fellow gays, but I've been supporting my fellow white gays since I knew that I was gay. So what are you talking about? I've seen all of these films. I've, you know, I had most of my favorite LGBTQA plus films from when I was younger, star white men from all around the world. So when you tell me that I'm anti-gay because, or I'm a self-hating homophobe person or I'm racist towards white gay men, it's laughable. When you tell most men of color, most gay men of color that they're racist towards white men it's laughable because it's like how are they racist towards white men when that's been the standard of beauty this whole time majority of gay media that you've seen has had them in it so what do you what, like what are you talking about how how we're over they're oversaturating the gay market how how majority of your of your gay influencers right like just gay influencers um majority of the, the, the top ones what color are they what are their features and the ones that are non-white, what are, what do, who do they resemble in personality and the way that they carry themselves and the way that they speak and the way that they conduct their lives? Who are their partners? What color are their partners? Like, let's keep it 100. Stop acting as if, like, because a movie about a white gay male isn't doing well or isn't doing as well as you want it to be or isn't as acclaimed as you'd hope it would be means that the community just is racist towards white men and doesn't want to hear about a white man's story. We don't because we've heard that over and over and over and over again. That's why we don't want to hear it anymore. That like, like, and for those who are like, we'll make your own content. Uh, 
they do. Many people of color do. Guess what? They don't get greenlit in the same in the same spaces. And also, a lot of those times, they don't get greenlit. But you know what someone does? They go and they take that idea and they flip it and say, let's put a white face on it. Like, sorry, it's the truth. And so when you say these things, you make these assumptions that, one, the people are racist, two, that they're lazy and they don't care to write their own things. You're uneducated because it's like, no, we're not racist. It's just we've seen this story play out so many times. And it's like, when are we going to tell new stories? When are we really going to go in depth and show you what it's like for a black person or black gay male, whether he's fat or not fat in the community? When are we going to tell these stories? When are we going to tell these stories with a nice Hollywood budget? When are we going to tell the story? When are we going to tell the story about what it's like to be Latinx in that community? What it's like to be Asian in that community? And and our partners are not white. When are we going to tell that story? Like, I... Ugh, that's another thing that is, like, really... So we're, we're telling people of color stories. Yes, awesome. But here's the thing. You're going to end up with a white man. Or you're going to be more mostly attracted to white men. How about no? Like, how about no? There's other things that exist. And the more that we show that... Because... Here's the thing. A lot of people are inspired. Like I said, a lot of people are inspired by what they see. Right. And what they see becomes what they want. And if we continue to have European standards of beauty be the the standard of beauty, what do you think people are going to want? I I mean, it's, it's obvious. And you might think to yourself, like, that's not a thing. Trust me, dude, it is a thing. It's always been a thing. It's always been a, th- a thing. There's a, there's a thing, monkey see, monkey do. Well, people see, people want. It, it, I'm telling you it's a thing. If you don't think it's a thing, it is. I promise you it is. I promise you it is. It's always been a thing. You just don't realize it. Some of you really just don't realize it. A lot of you know exactly what I'm talking about, and you refuse to admit it to yourself. That's fine. I really don't care enough, but that it is a thing. It, I promise you it's a thing. And it's tired. It's so, like, I'm actually really, I'm hopeful for the future because the more that these things don't succeed, the more it tells me it's time for a change. And that, and change doesn't have to be bad. And wanting a change doesn't make you racist. That doesn't, no, it doesn't. I'm sorry, but it doesn't. Now, do I think people of color can be racist towards white people? Absolutely. I, that's a whole different argument. By the way, that's not what I'm getting at here. In case you were wondering and thinking like, oh, are you one of those people who think that you can't be racist towards white people? Nope, I believe you can. I believe you can be racist towards anybody. I, I, I don't subscribe to that way of thinking. I, that's just me. I'm not saying people who think that way are dumb or anything. Nope, I'm saying that I don't subscribe to that way of thinking. So miss me with that bullshit because that's not what I'm talking about here. What I'm talking about is it's okay to not want to have to support or watch the stories that we've been watching and supporting since we, since they became a thing, is what I'm saying. Because I, I refuse to sit up here and, and have to hear that bullshit. And I was actually told that in the comment section of, well, maybe it's just because you guys are racist. That's why you don't want to watch the story of a, of a white man trying to find his person. Oh, you guys are being ageist because you don't like the fact that he's older. When did I state that? First of all, he's in my age range. Again, I am 33. I don't need to. And another reason why I didn't care about watching Love, Simon. This doesn't relate to me at all. And his high school experience will never be my high school experience. So I don't give a fuck. But also, we're different. So it's not It's not even about his age. His age isn't a problem to me. It's this guy's having trouble finding a guy because dating sucks and dating sucks for all of us. But think about this. If dating sucks for you, guy who's pretty much average, has an okay 
average body or whatever the fuck. If dating is hard for you, imagine how much harder it is for someone who's shorter than you, who's fatter than you, or who's fat, you're not even fat, who's fatter than you, who's darker than you. If dating for you is hard, and there's a whole movie about it, imagine how hard it is for someone else. And there is no movie about it. There is really no discussion about it. And if it is, it's in your movie. And people aren't really here to hear that. They might hear it in passing and go, cool. But that's not why they came to see this movie, is it? So you can talk about that as much as you want in this movie. But that's not why they came to fill the seat. They want to know if you're going to get boned by uh, by by muscle-bound Big Daddy over there. That's what they want to see. They want to see you have that relationship. So they can walk away from the movie feeling better about themselves and going, I can have this too because this guy in this movie has it. But that what they probably won't be talking about after this movie is how people of color, big plus size, short people of color will be feeling after seeing that film. The representation that they're going to get after this film. So miss me with that. I'm not interested. If they talk about it, cool, that's great. I'm glad. Maybe, maybe it will dawn on somebody who's seen this movie. But for the majority of them who've seen this movie, that's not what they're, that's not what they're walking away thinking about. Or what they wanted to see the movie about and what they want to see in the first place. So I want to see a movie like that. Please tell me. And it doesn't have to be a black person. It could be anybody. I want to see that film. That's what I want to see. This doesn't really concern me. And so when we have these conversations about why LGBTQA plus people of color are not supporting the white ones, it's just like... That's all we've been doing this whole time. Please stop with this narrative that we're not supporting you anymore. We don't care anymore. No, we care, but it's like, there's other things that we really want to focus on right now. This is not it. Like, it's, it, I'm sorry, but it's not. Sorry, it's not that I'm, again, I'm not against any white guys at all. And I don't, I don't want to use the excuse of, I've dated white men. I hate when people say that. I can't be racist. I can't be this or that because I dated somebody. And you can easily set one person apart from the rest of someone's race. It happens all the damn time. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Like, the fuck? I've been on a date with a racist dude. I didn't know he was racist after the date. And I was like, and his excuse was, well, I can't be racist because I, I went on a date with you. You went on a date with me, on one date with me, and so you think that makes you non-racist. Nah, if you're running around using the N-word, which is a word I don't even use, but if you're running around using the N-word, yeah, dude, you're kind of racist. With hard R, you're kind of, kind of (laughs) racist. Bye. Like, I just, I don't have time for that. I just, I really, really don't. Sorry, get out of my way. Um, But yeah, like, I mean, at the end of the day, seriously, you guys, like, it's okay to not want to watch these movies. It is. It's okay. It's okay. Because by us not watching, it means that they have to go back to the drawing board and go, what the hell is going to get these guys in the seats or these women in the seats or anybody in the seats to watch these movies? We're putting money towards LGBTQA plus movies, but if people aren't going to watch them, what are we going to do? And there's going to be someone in the room who goes, I have a thought. Why don't we change the colors around a little bit? Why don't we try that? Why don't we look into the communities that are asking for more representation in films and see what there is to offer there, right? Why don't we change the standards of beauty for a little bit? Why don't we, why don't we do that, you know? Maybe we don't need to have a semi-hot guy of any color be the main star or a really hot guy be the main star. Maybe we don't need a big name attached to it or a viral name attached to it. Maybe we can just tell a beautiful queer story of two people of color and they can be of the same color 
having a relationship and showing what it's like, what the cultural impact for them is like. Because we don't show that well enough. We don't show that enough. Maybe we should show that on a European state or on a Western stage, you know, on a, uh, for Western movie audiences. Maybe we should show that. Maybe, possibly. That would be kind of cool. I'd watch that. I'd be interested in that. And then once we do that, let's not stop there. Let's continue that trend. Let's do it for this background and that background and this race and that race and that experience. Let's tell these stories more often because that's what we want to see. Even if we have to show the ugly toxicity that there is in the gay community within these cultures, because it's different for every culture, for every person, for every experience, let's show that. Let's show how nasty the gym heads can be. Let's show how nasty the twinks can be. Let's show how nasty the people in their different cliques can be. Let's show how nasty it can be to be in these communities and like, let's expose this shit because maybe it'll change people's perceptions. Maybe it'll make people more aware of what's happening to them, what's going on. You know what I mean? Maybe we show how dangerous the thirst traps can be. People might actually change their ways and go, you know, I don't really want to be that person. I don't want to be caught up in these situations. You know what I mean? Like, maybe we show more of those stories than focusing on rom-coms that feel so 2002 and it's literally 20 years later. Maybe if we do that, somebody might watch. You know, somebody might watch. Somebody might be interested, girl, instead of the same ones. Because you're getting the same butts and the same asses in the seats. Maybe it's time to branch out, girl. You can do it. And it doesn't have to be on Netflix or some Amazon Prime or whatever. No, it don't have to be. Like, put it in a motherfucking theater, bitch. Which is another funny thing. I think somebody was like, I'm not going to pay $15 to see some shit. I've, And I was like, bitch, preach. I'm not going to pay you $15 to see something that I've seen before. But if it was a different experience, I would. I'm not going to lie to you. I would. I would. Like, not, not this particular film. But I think something like this film... Yeah, if you showed me the story of a 30, 40 something, doesn't matter the age, um, person of color trying to date and how, and talked about the toxicity of dating in this new instant gratification world, hell the fuck yes, I'd watch it opening night. This does not interest me because I've seen it. Without even seeing this, I've seen this. Do you feel me? I've seen this. That I haven't seen. I just haven't seen. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. It might exist somewhere, but I've never seen it. I never saw it on Sundance Channel, on IFC, on any of the streaming services that offer LGBTQA plus movie experiences. I haven't seen it, but I've seen movies like this one already. So many of them. I haven't seen this though. So I would watch that. But anyway, I'm going to end this now because I really want to talk about some nerdy things. And so I'm going to get back to y'all a little bit later. Um... Bros is out somewhere. I don't know. But if you want to support it, watch it. If you don't, don't, I guess. Um, But if you don't watch it, it doesn't mean that you're anti-white LGBTQA plus experiences, particularly gay men experiences. It doesn't mean that at all. It just means that maybe you're tired of the same old bullshit and you want to see different stories told from different perspectives. And that's okay, too. So it doesn't make you anti-gay. It doesn't make you a self-hating gay. It doesn't make you any of that kind of shit that you want to throw your way. A lot of people are just scared of change. And if you are the standard of beauty, right, you're not going to want that standard of beauty to change. If you are a pick me for the standard of current standard of beauty, you're not going to want the standard to change, are you? So there's that. Anyway, I will see you guys later. 
Have a great rest of your day, night. And also, 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 also. Yes, you can be attracted to white men and not be a pick me. I mean, unless that is the only thing you are attracted to, that might be an issue. I'm just saying. But um, it doesn't mean that if you're if you have an attraction to white men because you like men in general, that doesn't make you a pick me or whatever. But if you are somebody who's like, I'm only attracted to white men and whiteness, then. Good luck with that. Anyway, I'll see you guys next time. Bye. Have a great night.